Welcome to Thursday Quick Thought this morning. Thank you so much for being here with me. Um, this morning, for the Quick Thought, I want to read a portion of Judah Smith's Jesus Is book. Um, I've been perusing it again lately, um, and this little section here kind of stood out to me. So I'd like, I'd like our Quick Thought today to come from Judah. This section is called Confessions of a Hamster. Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, sums up the results of his experiment at the end of his book. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. It's safe to say that none of us will ever have access to the absolute wealth and power that Solomon had in his attempt to attain happiness. But we keep trying. At some point, we need to exit the hamster wheel and take an honest look at our lives. If we are not happy with the income we have now, or with our job, or with our marital status, we will never be happy. Those things cannot change an unhappy person into a happy person. That's not to say the pleasures of life can't bring temporary happiness. Of course they can. Money can buy happiness. It's fun to buy new things. It just isn't the kind of happiness that lasts. Then we have to buy more things. Drugs and alcohol make us happy for a few hours. Then we are left emptier than ever. Ironically, the meaning of life is not found in this life. When Solomon said, fear God and keep his commandments, this was saying that life is not about being happy. It's about God. Focusing on God brings meaning to our lives. A fear does not mean terror. It means total awe. We should live in a state of awe at the magnific magnificence, the beauty, and the majesty of the creator of the universe. And in that state, we walk with him, trust him, and respond in love to him. It's interesting that fearing God comes before keeping his commandments. People who simply follow a list of laws are not in awe of God. They're bound by rules and regulations and duty. But when they fall in love with the awesomeness of God, and when they see his glory and his goodness, rules become secondary. For many of us, that's a little ambiguous. Where is God? How do I see God? How can I be in awe of God? But God is not ambiguous. He is not ethereal or undefined. God reveals himself in Jesus. Jesus is the awesomeness of God, the glory of God, the ultimate manifestation of God. He is God with skin on. When we are in awe of Jesus, when we recognize his preeminence, we discover the meaning of life. Some of us consider ourselves followers of Jesus, but we are experiencing a level of complexity and confusion that can be traced back to one thing. We have lost sight of the ultimate source of meaning in life. When you're in awe of Jesus, it's amazing how uncomplicated marriage can be. It's amazing how uncomplicated running your business can be. Life makes more sense when we don't make it about ourselves. We tend to get distracted and disturbed over little things. I want to read that next that last part again. We tend to get distracted and disturbed over little things. Isn't that the truth? 
they don't feel little, of course. They feel like matters of life and death. Like when you're having trouble with your boss who is shady, under the table sort of guy, and all of a sudden the meaning of life is all about being right. It's about you being promoted over your boss. You deserve the corner office, not him. And you get agitated and frustrated. And before you know it, you've lost the point of life. You think the point of life is proving your boss wrong and getting the corner office and doubling your income. So finally, you prove your boss wrong. He gets demoted, you get promoted, you get the corner office, you're earning twice what you used to, but you will still sit in that corner office and find something to be upset about. You will still sit in that corner office and find something to be upset about. Now, instead of the boss, it's the CEO you don't like and the cycle continues. If we really want to find what matters in this life, we will consider eternity. What matters most is what matters in eternity. And what matters in eternity is not income or friendship or fame or pleasure. Those things are fine in and of themselves. God created them and he loves to bless you with them. But they will not outlast death. I love my wife. I love my kids. I even like my house, if you don't mind me saying so. But I cannot guarantee that they will be with me forever. Life is unpredictable and short. Time and life and chances have a way of messing with our plans. Solomon proved that very efficiently. You can take my stuff. You can take my position. You can even take my family. But you cannot take Jesus away from me. He is in my heart. His awesomeness, his majesty, his sufficiency, his love for me. Those things will last for eternity. He is the ultimate meaning in this life and the life to come. Thanks for joining me this morning.